Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. Sundays, we have been focusing on our theme for this year entitled Run to Win. Pastor Jose, I'm telling you, man, Pastor Jose, the lead pastor here, uh, my father, uh, Pastor Jose, was able to hit on a lot of points, um, a lot of points that I myself took note of, and I really think that is beneficial for uh, mature Christian, mature believers, as well as new believers. Um, so please, please, I know you're at home and you're comfortable and you're probably drinking coffee, but I want you guys to take some notes. This is some good stuff. And it's because we want to encourage you guys. We want to encourage you guys to know who this amazing person named uh, Jesus is. And uh, let's, let's, let's get started. Today, I want to focus on a story that I have been focusing for some time and I've been meditating and, and pondering and it's been tugging at my heart. And it comes from the book of 1 Kings uh, 19, chapter 19, verse uh, 19 to 21. If we could put that up, if you could see that, we're going to go 1 Kings 19, uh, chapter 19, verse 19 to 21. It says, so Elijah went from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat. He was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen, and he himself was driving the 12th pair. Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak around him. Verse 20 says, Elisha then left his oxen and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and mother. Goodbye, he said, and, and then I will come with you. Go back, Elijah replied. What have I done to you? Verse 21 says, so Elijah left him and went back. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burnt the plowing equipment to cook the meat and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah and became his servant. If we could all close our eyes, want to pray before we start this message. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for always being you, for always being faithful, for always being loving to us, for always encouraging us. Father, we pray that those that are watching through social media and those that are listening on our podcast are encouraged today with this word and that they can continue to run this race we call life. We want to make sure that we can be winners in this race called life and we just pray, Lord, that you use me, Father, as a vessel and, and allow my tongue not to slur and allow me not to hurry up um, because this is a little bit awkward, especially when there's nobody in the audience, but I know there's people watching online. So, God, allow this word to impact their hearts and their minds. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So before I go, I wanted to tell you the title of this message. I titled this message, I Dare You. And the reason why I titled it, I Dare You, is because I want to dare you. I know we're at the end of the first month of the new year, but I want to dare you to run to win the race, which is called life. Life is hard, it's difficult, but I want to dare you to trust God. I want you to dare you to, to, to develop an ongoing relationship with our Heavenly Father. The first point that I wanna make is that in the midst of our downtime, I want you to check yourself. 
check yourself. I'm daring you. So I want you to check yourself. As I reread these three verses, I see how Elijah was looking for Elisha to anoint him to become a prophet. And, and, and this was the case, but when he found Elisha, he found Elisha working hard in the field. I want you to pay attention to that, that Elisha was working hard in the field. What was he doing? He was working hard in the field. We don't read that Elisha was sleeping. We don't even read that Elisha was resting. When, when Elijah found him, but instead he was working real hard and plowing the field. What I want you to get is that he was preparing the foundation for a harvest, for a harvest for that coming year. We need, we need, I need, you need, we need to live our lives with expectancy. I understand that these last couple of years have been real tough and they have been real hard. We all have been impacted so, so some, some harder than others, but, but, but we need to, to, to act like Elijah at this time around. We need to start working. We need to start plowing. We can't be distracted. We need to demonstrate that, that, that we are still active in what God wants us to do for this year. You see, but more times than often, we feel that we are prepared for what should be coming our way, but we're not. We, we want to win a race without checking ourselves before. Uh, we, we seek every day for answers that we want instead of answers that we need. Matthew 6, chapter 6, 33, 34, if we could put that up, says... But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. 34 says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Are you paying attention? Listen to what the Bible is saying. I'm just saying what the Bible is saying. Verse 34 says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble as each day has enough trouble of its own. Now, what I want to ask you by reading this verse is when was the last time that you looked only for the kingdom of God for answers and not depend on your own understanding for answers? Let me repeat it. When was the last time that you looked only for the kingdom of God for answers and not depend on your own understanding for answers. We need to understand that this race cannot be run or even won without God. If we don't do our part as believers and seek God, we won't be able to rebuild ourselves as believers. This is the year that we strengthen ourselves as followers. We strengthen ourselves as believers. We strengthen ourselves as his children and become stronger with our relationship with God. Jeremiah 51 verse 11 says, Sharpen the arrows, fill the quiver. 
I don't know if you know what a quiver is, but a quiver is what a uh, person used to carry the arrows. So the, normally it's in the back, they hold it in their back and they're carrying it and they, you know, they're shooting the ears. But this quiver, its sole purpose is to hold the arrows that are sharpened. This is the year where we are sharpening all the areas that we thought were dull and reshape them to a renewed area in our life with enough point on them. You see, we can't go into battle with ammo that doesn't fire well. We just can't. We won't win the battle. But I want you to get encouraged to have a better walk with God, but a kind of walk that is a representation of your ongoing want to have a stronger and everlasting relationship with our Heavenly Father. So when, when, when next time you go into uh, Cabela's, look at the arrows, touch them, see how sharpened they are. That's the kind of life we need to have, a life that is <laughs> that we're sharp. We know our stuff. We know how our relationship is with God, that nothing can... F- Nothing can distract us from our sole purpose of following the gospel of God. Second point I want to make. Now, this is a little tough one. And again, the message is entitled, I Dare You. So the the second point is forget about the past. And the reason why I, I, I know that this point is very hard to understand because we want to hold on to our past. But sometimes we have to understand that most of the reason why we aren't able to run the race is because we're still holding on to a lot of things, a lot of things that has damaged us in our past. And this is likely the reason why, this is likely the reason why you aren't in the area that you would like to be in today. Because you're still holding on. You're still holding on into the accomplishments that you did when you were a teenager. You're still holding on into the, the, the contest, the talent show that you did when you were in high school. You're still holding on to those accomplishments and God is trying to grow you. God is trying to, uh, 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 God is trying to expand your horizon. You see, as soon as Elijah received the cloak, he let go of what he was in control of which was the oxen and went to his new purpose in life. You see, we sometimes want to run the race, but we're still holding on to those areas in life that say we can't and that we're not going to amount to nothing or that we're not ready for what's about to happen. Forget about the past. Forget about it. It may be hurtful. Now, I'm not saying that most of the incidents that happen in your past are hard or easy to let go of. But with due time and with consistency in your relationship with Christ, you will be set free. But you have to make the first step and let go and allow God to take over. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14 says, I love this verse. It says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which 
God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Verse 14 says that little part, I press on to reach the end of the race. This race isn't going to be easy, but you have to decide, are you going to press on? You have to make that choice. And sometimes it's going to hurt and sometimes it's going to cause pain. But I want to tell you something this morning. I want you to, I want you to know that when, when you're entrusting your life in the hands of the creator, there's nothing that you can do that will make him not forgive you. I want you to know how powerful his love is for you. I want you to understand that we need to press on. We need to press on and we need to forget about the hurt. We need to forget about the pain. This year we want to win. This year we're going to win. We've been hurt. We've been hurt for too long. Some of you are listening and you've been hurt for too long. But I want you to forget about your past and trust and trust and trust in the Lord. Listen, run even when you can't see where you're going yet. I know you're probably saying, well, if I run, I'm just not going to run anywhere. No, no, no. The problem is sometimes we're running and we don't have the helper with us. We don't have God with us. And then we're running and we're just running in circles. But when you're running and you're running in a direction and you're in that run and you're in that race with God, let me tell you something, you're not going to be lost. You're not going to get lost. You're, you're going to get your answers. But the thing is, you have to run. You have to start running. You have to start doing your part. We're, we're too dependent on what the pastor has to say. We're too dependent on what the person up here has to say. You need to take time. You need to read your Bible. You need to pray. You need to wake up at 6.30 with our lead pastor here at Scarlet Note and pray so that he can meditate um, on some word and he can pray for you so that you can start your day. You need to surround yourself around God-filled people. We're living in a world where there's a lot of hurt and because there's a lot of hurt, people don't know where to go. You chose today to join our online service and it's to hear this message today. We want you to win this year. We want you to understand that there's a way to win and that's through God's love. You need to learn to live in your now and stop living in your what in your what was moments. Are you understanding that? You need to learn to live in your now and stop living in your what was moments. Let me tell you something. It makes me laugh a lot when my father or my brother jokes about when I used to play the saxophone in high school and how I used to uh, uh, do competitions of talent shows and how I have a lot of trophies when I was in high school. Um, um, but if you ask me where those trophies are now, I'll tell you that those trophies are in the attic and that those trophies are catching dust. You know why? Because I had to leave all those things behind because if I wanted to receive what God had for me, I had to leave those accomplishments behind and see the wonderful things that God is presenting to me today. Are you understanding what I'm trying to say this morning? Yes, you need to check yourself, but you also need to forget about your past. I dare you to do these things. If we go back to where we was reading, Elijah in verse 21, I have that. But if we go to verse 21, it says, So Elijah left him and went back. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burnt the plowing equipment. 
to cook the meat and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah and became his servant. If we go back to that one point in, in, this, in this verse, it says he burnt the plowing equipment to cook the meat and gave it to the people and they ate. He cooked, he burnt, he broke what he used to use. You know why? He, he, he broke it so that he wasn't able to go back to it. Most of the time, we're living with a plan B right in our pockets. Oh, it's okay. Well, we'll see how this works this year, but I still can go to this. And God is saying, I need you to trust me this year. I need you to trust me fully. I need you to, to, to really, 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 you need to, to dare to love me. You need to dare to seek me. You need to dare to want to have a closer relationship with me. This is the issue, guys. This is the issue. We're not pressing hard enough. We, we, we are lacking in our desires to, to love God more, to, to be in his presence more. You don't have to be in church to be in his presence. You could be at home. You could take some time in worship at home. You could take some time in fellowship at home in God's presence. I dare you to seek a better relationship with God this year. And this is not the first time we read in the, on verse 21 that, yeah, that Elisha broke down everything. Yes, he did break down everything. He didn't, he didn't want to go back to what was. He wanted to go forward. I need you to break this morning what was of you and go forward in God. Are you listening? Let, let, let's trust God more. Let's trust in God, the one that we talk about every day, the one that we talk about every Sunday, the one that we talk about every morning at 6.30. I believe in him. I want you guys to believe in him as well. Hebrews 12, 1 says, Since we have such a huge crowd of men of faith watching us from the grandstands, let us strip off anything that slows us down or hold us back, and especially those sins that wrap themselves so tightly around our feet and trip us up and let us run with patience let us run with patience the particular race that God has set before us God has already set a race for you this morning God has already set a purpose for you this morning but you have to run this race fully committed to God if you run this race without God it's going to be difficult if you run this race without God you're going to find yourself with a lot of hurt but if you run this race with God, it may be difficult, but I promise you that you're going to overcome it. If you run this race with God, I promise you, you may feel some, face some hurt, but you're still going to find that love that you're, that, that you're seeking from our Heavenly Father. Isaiah 40, if we go down, trying, I'm trying to back it up with verses because sometimes you guys think that we're, we're up here making this stuff up, but this is in the Bible. And this is why you need to have an ongoing relationship with God so that you can read and see what he is saying to us. Uh, Isaiah 40, verse 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up, up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I want you to know that if you are trusting in the Lord, you're not going to faint. If you pull your 
full trust in the Lord, you're not going to get weary. I'm talking about they're going to mount up with wings like eagles. They, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Oh my God. I don't know if you guys are getting something this morning, but I want to see you guys show it down in the comments. Some, 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 some praise, some hand claps, whatever you want to do. I want you to say amen this morning if you guys are receiving what we're sharing today. My third point that I want to make third point that I want to make and it's difficult the point is trust the process trust the process trust the process you need to fully trust in God and allow God to control your destiny and this is when you continue to trust what God is doing in your life Proverbs 28 26 says those who trust their own insights are foolish. Those who trust their own insights are foolish. But anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. And he will show you which path to take. See, if we become too comfortable in our life, which many of us do, the enemy is right there waiting for a moment of weakness and he's there to attack. But if we try to run this race with our heavenly father and with a consistent wanting of our heavenly father, there's no weapon formed against us that can prosper you have to understand this the reason why there's a lot of attacks yeah it's because we're in this world and this world is filled with sin but let me tell you something if you believe in what we believe in if you believe in the gospel and if you believe in our heavenly father let me tell you something that you should be the light amongst darkness everyone should see you and they should see something different everyone should see this they should see hope and say whoa that person is doing something totally different that i must be doing but too much of us are too comfortable we've reached our goal educationally we have our doctors or we have our master's degree we're making good money and we think that that is what god wants for us that's not what god wants for us god wants that we are complete in his in him that we are complete in in who he is that we're complete and our faith is directed to him see god doesn't want us to get comfortable and lose hope many times we get so comfortable and we just think that what we're doing is okay and god wants to expand us remember elisha was working hard he was working what he was working hard in what was going to be his harvest he was working hard. He was plowing. He was working. Most of us want God to give us a blessing and we're not doing anything. There has to be a part of you that, want to get, that wants to get closer to God. There has to be a part of you that desires to, to grow in your relationship with God. I'm telling you, I dare you. That's, a, that's the title of this message is I dare you. I want you to leave today pumped knowing that I am daring you to start Monday, this new week, wanting to get closer to our Heavenly Father. See, just before God was about to take Elisha to heaven, we see how big Elisha resolved 
was to represent big. Now, Elijah couldn't leave without anointing the next prophet. You see, you have a lot of kids at home. If, if you're a house like me, I have two boys at home. I want to make sure that my boys understand who God is in my life. I want my boys and my wife to see how God is in my life. That God is a loving Father, that God is a God who cares and that God is a God that listens. Most of us are too comfortable and we're saying, oh, I did my part and I'm just going to trust God. Yeah, trust God, but continue to do your part to grow. Continue to do your part to excel in your relationship with Christ. If we're going to experience all that God has for us, we can't just stay where we are. We have to be bold. We have to stretch. And we have to step out of our comfort zone in order to do what we must do. God is speaking to someone today. And he's probably speaking to you. Maybe to you. I know there's a lot of people watching, but maybe to you. I'm going to speak to that one person. He wants to work with you. He wants to love you. He wants to care for you. He's just waiting for you to step first. He's there. He's watching you. But we have to check ourselves. We have to check where we are in our lives and and in our relationship with Christ. We have to forget about the past. Yeah, I know you're hurting. I know you're in pain. I hurt. I also am in pain. But I know where my help comes from. And you have to trust the process. The process is amazing. Yeah, you're going to be up a little bit and down a little bit and up a little bit and down. But I'd rather have those up and down moments with knowing that God has my back. If you're at home on your sofa, I want you to bow your heads. You're sitting down with your family. I want you to bow your heads. Call everyone. Call everyone to the living room. I want to close today with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for all you do in our lives. I thank you for what you're going to do through this word. I thank you for those ears and those hearts that are listening to this message. I'm praying for that relationship that needs to be mended, Lord. I pray that they understand that they have to check themselves and they have to forget about the past. They have to trust the process. Lord, I know, Lord, I know, I understand, and I feel a lot of the hurt that people are going through right now, Lord. Yeah, I lost some piece, some, some, a lot of people, friends, co-workers, through this COVID. Father, we're believing in you for answers. We're believing in you for hope. We're believing in you to win this race. So Heavenly Father, protect us, Lord. Encourage us. And thank you for this time. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.